When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a very special episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. I'm Amino Hassan. That's Black Trey. That's Big Jerv. Uh, we had a regular show planned, uh, but then our guest was so great, we just said, fuck it. We're going to go all guest all the time. Our guest is Kareem Green. You know him from Flatbush Misdemeanors, where he plays Dan's stepfather, Kareem, uh, who owns the bike shop. Uh, he is hilarious. He's thoughtful he's uh, you know i just want y'all to listen to this conversation that we had with him we won't be doing p valley today uh we'll do that tomorrow on the overflow for the patreons patreon.com slash count the dings is where you can join in make sure you're logged in you're signed up you're getting the overflows you're getting the watch alongs we'll, we'll have a uh, cinephobe watch along uh on monday but again this is our conversation with very light editing very light editing with Kareem Green. Enjoy. Oh, your know. name is Amin. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's oh, okay. that's What's just that? my. That's the IG handle, just to you know, Whatever put it works, out for man. the people. Yeah. He be on that. He be on that star. He be on that star. Star Wars shit as well, like yeah. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. that's what. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so, uh, but so, but I mean, means something though, right? Yeah, yeah. It means honest. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Motherfucker lying about it. I ain't never. I, I, <laughs> I would have never thought that shit meant honest, bro. Yo. Lying about it, honestly. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> oh, my God. Darth, Darth, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Whatever yeah. works, bro. And I got the mic out, too, so I don't even normally do the mic. Professional. Uh, yeah, I got the mic out. I plug my little USB into the computer for this one. Look at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to keep the audio. I'm one of those guys. I'm a tech, not a super techie, but I am a techie in a sense of I like the audio to be good, the video to be good. You know what I'm saying? So crisp yeah. audio. Yeah. So I put, I, you know, I got things that, you know what I'm saying? So when people want to do a Zoom or do a whatever, I have the stuff to facilitate on my behalf. So y'all, y'all stuff, your recording will be good, too. Man, we appreciate it. Definitely. Definitely that helps. Cause sometimes you get that sound like a tin can with a string, you know. Yes, yes. I know quality, some people don't so. people don't invest in into to, to technology like we, you know, like this is what we're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what we're doing. Like, why are you not you know what I'm saying? You got like expensive sneakers or clothes or whatever it is, but this is what's gonna like generate uh something for you. So why wouldn't you invest in the thing, you know, in the investment? You know what I'm saying? 
But, Amen. you know, a lot of people have a liability mindset, so it is what it is. A liability mindset. Hold on, let me get this intro out the way because this is, this is a great start. It's going to be bars. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the name of the show, by the way, Jerv. That's the name of the show today. Oh, liability man. mindset? Yes. Liability mindset today's episode. Uh, Black opinions matter, motherfucker. Welcome. My name's Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey and Big Jerv. And we are so blessed today, man, to have one of our favorite characters from one of our favorite shows. <laughs> the one and only... Kareem from Flatbush Misdemeanors is on with us today. We'll yeah. get into liability mindset. He dropped knowledge before we even started the show. I don't even, I, I threw me off my whole intro. Just <laughs> want to say real quick to everybody, uh, patreon.com slash count the things is where you get the extra content. We get the overflow episodes over there. We get the watch alongs. Me, Zach Harper, and Anthony Mays, we're going to watch Geely on Monday, uh, July 25th. So if you're listening to the pod today when it dropped later tonight at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have a watch along for our Patreons for Geely. We're celebrating, I guess, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez getting back together. Um, <laughs> so patreon.com says count the things. Uh, again, great show for you today. But, man, I'm not even going to waste any time telling you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk to the man right now. Kareem from Flatbush Misdemeanors. And brother, first of all. Well, hold on. Let me hey, tell you my whole name. My whole name is Kareem Green. Just so you nah, know. Nah, man. Your name is Kareem from Flatbush Misdemeanors. <laughs> you, you, you understand this is what happens, right? This, you, you have reached that level of like the, the consciousness where people just start calling you. The character. So, like, yeah. Like you, my you guess. Earth, you know how to. Like the, the, day, the day day. The day day. day, day, like, day, day. But, the trick, but the trick is my real name is name Kareem. Is Kareem. That's perfect. I yeah. think like. Everybody, like my real name is Kareem. Dan's real name is Dan. Kev's real name is Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like we have all, all our uh, the first three, us three have the own. I think we think we we're the only ones with the real names in the whole. That's fire though, because like that's, I mean, it carries it carries on. You know what I mean? So even yeah. if somebody's like, "Yo, that's Kareem," it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really Kareem. Right. <laughs> it's really Kareem. Yeah, for sure. But do you have that happen to you now where people will approach you and say, Kareem, and you say, where do I know you from? Then you realize, oh, no, they're just fans of the show. No, nah, that hasn't. Well, it hasn't been like Kareem yet, but it has been like, oh, you that actor, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you, 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 you on a, right? you on a show, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's getting there. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy for whatever it is right now. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate whatever it is. The the character of Kareem, mm -hmm. how much of that the are you is that you improving and how much of that is something that's written on paper? Well, it's mostly written. Most characters you see is written. Um, but you know, I they give me space to throw in like improv, you know what I'm right. saying, where where it makes sense, you know, and uh where it doesn't throw everybody else off or you know what I'm saying. So basically, yeah, they give me room to uh but um some of the stuff that you see from season one, uh, like my first scene, I believe it was from season one, that was improv from the actual web series, right? That made it mm -hmm. to the TV show. So they was just like, "Yo, just do do your Korean, do the Korean thing." And then, uh, <laughs> and I, I don't know, I was just saying whatever I was saying and doing, what I was doing, and it, and they kept it. Like sometimes, and sometimes we do table reads, and I'll say stuff or whatever it is, or even on set, you know, uh, they. They allow me or they appreciate when I do certain things. So, you know, I, I, I would say, ooh, I'm going to say it's only maybe 10% improv. I would say 10%. 
Uh, I'm guessing, yeah, around ten percent. That that that's that's wild, man. Because some of the stuff you say, and I'm like, yo, there's no chance they wrote that, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no chance someone yeah. sat down and wrote that. And then I, I'm th- the other thing I'm thinking is, how does everybody keep a straight face? Because your delivery is like it's just there's a punch behind every line, and no pun intended, uh-huh. that you drop. That just I'm like I I I don't know how anyone could get through a scene. Uh, without cracking up wow thank you man thank you uh we uh we we, we make it because every day to me everyone's funny to me everyone has a different type of fun right. too mm-hmm. right like dan and kev is a more uh laid back uh subtle funny you know what i'm saying mine's is a kind of in your face you know what i'm saying because that's the energy of my character the mm-hmm. energy of their character is more laid back and they uh and they're, and they're funny is like it bounces off of like no no i no i can do that like it, it's just it's a funny that's just not in your face, but it's definitely very is like very funny. Like uh, if like if you're paying attention and you understand more than just one type of humor, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think the evolution of Kareem too has like really shifted in this in this show. You know what I mean? Especially uh-huh. uh, season two. I had tweeted out that you were the MVP of this season you know what oh, i mean wow. and, and, and show t- and showtime picked it up and ended up sharing the tweet oh wow. but it was one of those things of like you know we're really getting to see how much you care about dan we're uh-huh. getting to see the life lessons because even though it's funny uh-huh. you always make sense like mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like it's yeah. a logic that you're like yo he actually spit some shit like it bars they- Bars, yeah. but, but like conventional Dan, bars, yeah. Like, like, like Dan, I'm not just with your mom. Like, I genuinely care. Yeah, yeah. I want I, you to win, son. I want mm-hmm. you to win. It's just, yeah, it's, it's literally any father's real. Uh, it's, it's 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 a fatherly thing. Like when you become like a father, whatever it is, you you realize that uh uh people are, they think you're crazy, they think you're bugging, they think whatever. But later on, they go, oh, what my dad was saying that's that's what i'm dealing with now my dad told me about this like if you had your father in your life or not even if just a father father figure you know what i'm saying someone who who gave you some game or gave you some honest you know conversation with care you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh so he's that kind of guy he's that guy but he's just he's just unique he's like you know but he's not the conventional Hey son, you got you know he's not that you know he's like come on man, we gonna fuck your life up? What you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? He's like, but it's real. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because like I always think back at the end of every episode, I'm like he's really like a very positive person. Like oh. whatever you throw at Kareem's way, it's like right the whole thing with the pipe. He's like man, like the pipe ain't been leaking all this whole time and and cat says yeah that's because you didn't pay your water bill I was like, yeah like, it's like he's still like a silver lining for everything for kareem <laughs> which is weird because i'm like like you said his delivery is kind of like uh-huh. you go you go fuck your life up or whatever yeah. which on paper you would say oh man this guy that's rough so yeah rough and real negative but it's like the way you deliver it is like this dude is always looking at the positives well, the thing is, honestly, he's a, a, a he is a microcosm of me. That's who I am in a certain another way, with a little more edge to it, right? Or a little, you know. But that's how I am in real life. I think about things, and you know, bad things be happening, or or things that I don't even call it bad. I call it things that happen that you don't you don't like. Mm. I don't call it bad because it's it's here to teach you something. 
we label it bad because we don't like it. But it ain't always bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's everything is here for us to become whatever we're here to become. And once you accept that, you stop getting mad at everything and just analyzing it for what it is and learning, you know, because like, um, it's just, uh, it's just like you ever have somebody ask you a question or something and you, and, and uh, oh, you see them do something, you say, uh, oh, so that's, that's what you're gonna do. And you think that's gonna help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you think that's gonna help. You know what I'm saying? That's who Corinne is in, and that's who kind of yeah. I am in the sense of, like, think about what you're doing. Pay attention to what you're doing. Get out of your emotions for a second and think about what you're doing. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because once you think about what you're doing, you'll realize, like, uh, oh, this is not going to equate to what I want, the results I want. But I'm feeling like I need to do this because of the thing. But when you have somebody on the side who gives you a, a straight up, answer and that's just kind of how i am and as you said when you look at things on paper you look at most of the time you know when people are sensitive and overly whatever they don't get the message because they're caught up in their feelings they just they want to hear it how they want to hear it you know and that's the new thing now that i think the whole world is crazy with that with your tone you know what I'm mm -hmm. your tone yeah so you can't tell somebody yo you know uh yo you stepping yo you stepping on my feet yeah but your tone you know, but you wanted to fight me. You know, yo, get on my fucking foot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't about my tongue. It's about you on my foot. Get the fuck off my foot. You know? It's the principle. Yeah, it's just like, but but they try to make it about something else right. so they don't feel bad about what they've done. And that's the little trick that everyone's playing. This, you know, it's a game. That, but Kareem is that guy who tells you straight up, he ain't worried about your feelings. I mean, he worried about your feelings in the grand scheme of things, not in mm -hmm. this Sucker moment. We have a sucker moment. Tough love, I <laughs> yeah, would say. Exa yeah. Exactly. Yeah, simply put, tough love. <laughs> yeah. So you got this line in the latest episode where you say, make it 24 or 56. That's the year my psychic said I'm going to die. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what was Yo, Oh, 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 so, I think, I think, was that, was I programming something? Yeah, it was in the, it was the security code. code. The security yeah, yeah, code. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Dan said he would like to imagine a world like Nicholson in The Shining where there's always been a Jack Nicholson and he feels like that's the case with Kareem. <laughs> so he said that, what, in real life? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, he said it in real life, which made me like an alternate universe of Kareem, the character uh -huh. being in The Shining. You know what I'm saying? I'd be the... Like, uh like showing up if it was 2046 like every year like the fact that you said like your psychic said that you're gonna die at this this random code that you gave right right that's 400 years from now like and like sitting in as as far as the joke of it uh-huh but i didn't see this the thing i've never seen the shining so, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't, i don't don't, don't uh, worry right. cream i never i never saw that I, brother. Look, I'm, I, I'm right uh, there with look, you i don't really watch any scary movies because that's supposed to be a scary movie right mm -hmm. yeah because they're not yeah. scary to me so i'll be that's like true. Yeah, it's a scary movie, but I'm not scared. The last oh, thing that kind of scared me and it jolted me a little bit was it was some shit years ago. It's called a thing, and the only thing that caught me yeah. was because these kids they were swimming in some some lake and some thing was in it. You know, like some thing, right? Right, and I think it was like I was like it was called like Tales from the Crypt or Twilight Zone or one of them. The, okay. the name of the yeah. show. And yep. what happened was, and they was all swimming to get back because the thing was catching people. But then it was one person who got it caught people, but one person who got by and was like, he got to the he got to the shore and was like, yeah, 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 I beat you, yeah, right. And the shit just came out the water like ah, and got him. And that was yeah, and that was the only the last thing that ever was. I was like, oh shit, you know. Other, other than that, <laughs> nothing. 
Nothing. So you're so you're anti horror genre. I'm so, not anti horror, but I don't feel like it's gonna it's not gonna scare me. So I'm like, what am I? I mean, I'll watch it to you know for the light entertainment, but I, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. I, I think mean, for me, all, all horror movies for me turns into a comedy. Like mm. I'm the worst person to watch horror with. Like mm. I'm sitting there because it's kind of the obvious. It's like right, yeah, dude, the music is coming. Dude, yep. dude, dude, something about to happen. And you're like, why the fuck would you make like that's not realistic? Why somebody just gonna randomly trip? This or... is the this is the black person in the movie right now. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the black like because that's the shit you be doing. Come on, man. Oh, you gonna walk over there? Who does that? Who does yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? And Don't open that door. That's the white people on your neck. <laughs> complaining about your tone. Yeah, complaining uh... about your tone in the movie. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, they don't do it. I mean, not not that I'm against them. It's just like they they don't really move me like that. So I'll watch one, uh, but I'm not gonna. It's gonna be like some people are like, yo, let's watch this. All right, cool. But I'm not really pretty much gonna probably watch it by myself too much. I guess you know. If people say it's good, I'll see. I'll take a look at it. You know. So you you started stand up mm -hmm. over tw twenty years ago. Twenty. Matter you of fact, the other day was my birthday, July twenty first. That makes 25 years. 25 years First, of stand-up. Yeah, 20, 25 years Man. of stand-up. Over half my life. Comic happy View. Happy belated. Thank yeah. you, brother. Comic View, show, Showtime at the Apollo. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, you came up in the... When you had to come... Well, you couldn't do it with just a, a funny Instagram video, and now you've blown up. You got a, a TV deal or whatever. You, you, you went through the gutter for it. Yeah, How yeah, did, yeah. It, it, How's the game changed for you from when you started to, to when you see it now? I mean, with the internet, it's uh, it's got us doing this. You know what I'm saying? Right. The internet is uh, it's really dope. I think it, 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 it's a freedom. It's a place where you can find freedom, where you don't have to adhere to the industry rules. You don't have to wait for someone to pick you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You can do the work, and the people will pick you. You know what I'm saying? Because in reality, all we're doing, people don't realize – is we're using the industry to meet the people, but now we got the internet to meet the people, you know. Right. Now, but now you do more of the work of yourself, but this, you know, you can do a lot of stuff on the phone, and you know what I'm saying. But it's good, but when you got both, that's even better, that's even sweeter, you know what I'm saying. But for the most part, I feel like the, in the internet has really, um, the game has really is really what changed the game, the internet. So it's opened it up lanes for people to show their talent without the industry saying, well, that ain't good, or who's going to get this, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time, people in the industry are disconnected. They're not amongst the people, right? They're not kicking it with us. They're not, they're not out in the, in, in the streets. They're not, you know, at the parties and at the clubs or at the – I mean, I'm not at the clubs. I mean, but, but you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they're not amongst the people. They're sitting in – they come out of college and they get these jobs and they're just disconnected. They only they – only, come out of their bubble they live in you know everybody got their little bubbles right people in the hood stay in their little hood bubble people in the in the suburbs and and rich and whatever different bubbles people stay in so when they get in positions with a person like me or certain other people they'd be like i don't get it i don't understand it no one's gonna get it no yes they will the world gets it it's just right. you are not of the world you are of your bubble you know so, like like a show like Flatbush Misdemeanor, which started as a web series and yes. then got picked up by Showtime to become a, 
the TV series now. Yes. Like that wouldn't happen if if YouTube didn't exist. Like if this was yeah. 2005, for instance, or 2004 before YouTube uh-huh. blew up. Right. Would a show like this even get made or picked up? The thing about it is it would be much harder because what happened is they did bring it to people before the inner, like they first was trying to tell people about it. And most of the time you mm-hmm. got to show people instead of tell people. So when they made it, uh, well, they made it. They asked me to play the father and I saw, I played the father in the web series and they got some other comedians who played the other parts and uh, the people, uh, it was the people liked it. We liked it, you know, but when you brought it to uh, certain networks, they was just like, eh, we don't get it. We don't, you know. But then we put it in the film. They put it in the film festivals. Rave reviews. People mm-hmm. enjoyed it, right? So when they enjoyed it, they are like, okay, now the same networks who was like, I don't get it. We like, hey! You know? <laughs> so it's that, you know, it's that, it's that, I forgot what the effect is called, but it's just like the, the pretty girl who, do, who doesn't check for you until you're popular with everyone else. Right. And that's got to be frustrating, though, as a creator, right? As someone who puts out content, who creates content, it's got to be frustrating that the people making the decision oftentimes don't even Uh, know what they're looking at. They're just looking to see the rest of the room, how the rest of the room is reacting, and then they're going along. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it just be because everybody wants to keep their jobs. Nobody wants to make a mistake. But to be an artist or to be, to create, be legendary or do something amazing, you got to make mistakes. Mm. That's what it comes, you know, that's what practice is about. The only thing is everybody want to keep their jobs, you know, and plus there, as I said, I get we want to keep your job, but also some of them are just not, to me, uh, knowledgeable enough or have enough experience to pick good stuff or to pick something out of their realm, you know? So it becomes, yeah, it, it can become frustrating, but as I said, with the internet, even if they don't pick you and the people pick you, you're still getting the way you need to go. Right. But some, you know, some people need the stamp of approval of the of the internet of of uh, the industry to feel right, you know, or feel like, you know, everyone, you know, like you can go play the NBA and make a lot of money and be famous, but you also can play money overseas and make good money and be famous. You know what I'm saying? But everybody wants the NBA stamp. That's like right. But you can still live a great life the other way too. Like you know what I'm saying? But people forget that. People forget that right. there's, you know, there's more to life than one way of living and one way of enjoying uh, your life. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, if you can make a good amount of money and do the things you want to do in life, life is great. But people feel like you got I think some people feel like you need to stunt, you know, be at a stunter. You know, you got to have yeah. a big mansion and 15 cars, you know, a bunch of excessive shit that you don't even use to be solidified. You we at the start of this pod, right when we started recording, you brought up the term liability mindset. Boom. And so, like, go ahead and explain in your mind what the liability mindset is. Um, <laughs> why did you say explain in your mind? But anyway, yeah, <laughs> it, it would be coming up. It would be trying coming to, up I'm trying to sound anyway. like a good interviewer. <laughs> trying to sound deep and shit in your mind. <laughs> That shit was fake deep though. I'll sit there. I was like, hey, man. in my mind, like, what other mind is it coming out? <laughs> we might, I'm, I'm gonna use Trayvon mind. Matter of fact, I'm gonna use John yeah. mind for this one. <laughs> but um, but uh, uh, oh well, liability mindset is basically you buy the things that cost 
that that depreciating value and cost you money, cost you time instead of an asset mindset, things that increase in value or help you to generate money. That's just a, li a liability mindset means you invest. You don't not invest you because when you invest, that means you're you're expecting a return. The other one is you put money into something and your return is how people look at you. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. it's no real actual uh, legacy you're setting up. No, nothing. It's just a flashy for the moment thing. You know, that's what liability mindset is about. It doesn't, you know, just like, uh, like an asset mindset is like you put your money into certain stocks. It grows and everything. A uh, liability mindset. All right. Stop buying Nikes. Liability. Buying Nike stock. Asset. Similar you see thing. a lot of, you see a lot of that on the comedy circuit. What guys with the, people with the liability mindset? Oh, period. Not even like it's not because comics are just people like everybody else. It's a lot of it's just people. Period. Is this you know, um, the highly expensive car, uh, and the very, and like say the apartment you don't own, or the or the house you don't own. Mm. And that's not to knock people with nice cars who don't own their stuff, but owning things help you generate money you know what i'm saying renting things you don't generate money you know what i'm saying that's liability anything that you're renting you're not you're, you're throwing away money you know what i'm saying that's liability mindset uh, uh so at some point you need to just save the money and buy the things and then you can kind of rent out the thing or you can loan the thing or you can whatever the thing you know that's how you make you know what i'm saying money that's i, I that's basically liability asset mindset Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> in, in life. No, for real. I just like got rid of mad shit yeah it's just a, a bunch of shit and i think mm. that sometimes you go through those uh i guess life lessons of like of age uh -huh. where shit don't really you know matter 
there's an interview with Mike Tyson where, you know, they say, you are the champion of the world, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all this stuff is garbage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. at, at the end of the day, you start to find out what what's really, really matters. Yeah, what, what really what's value? What has real value? Yeah. And that comes from, like, what you just, what you decide, when you start deciding what's, what's, what matters, right? Your, your, your friends, your family. Number one, your health. Your health. Because if you ain't got your health, you can't enjoy none of this shit. Yeah. Like a billionaire will be motherfucker. A billionaire is not enjoying his day when he has a cold. He's <laughs> <laughs> not enjoying his day when he's sick or he's unhealthy. No one like so the money is not gonna make you like so your health is number one. That's mental and physical. And then the rest of the stuff is kind of whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if you take care of yourself, the rest of the shit, like say if you take it, you work out. If you work out and you're in shape, your clothes look nice on you. You don't have to buy overly expensive with brands all. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be having Gucci. Fat as a motherfucker. <laughs> you just a fat nigga in Gucci. <laughs> you know, not, you know what I'm saying? You don't look better. Yeah. You just you a fat motherfucker with a bunch of G's around you. <laughs> and to me, them G's now after Gucci, after Gucci played us, right? Gucci disrespected the black community and black people went back to them and it made me lose a lot of faith in what black people. I mean, I knew he was on some bullshit, but that was like a, okay, there's a level of not loving yourself that I can't get involved with. You know what I'm saying? I can't buy Gucci. Right. I don't even like when I see people with Gucci on, I'm like, y'all playing yourself. I don't say it to the, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it looked like chains to me now. They look like G's look like chains. That's what yeah. I look. That's what I see when I see them because black people have enslaved themselves in that fashion and talking about we're going to boycott them for three months. Who does that? Who who puts a time limit on a boycott? <laughs> Kareem, do you feel like as a culture, I guess as us as a race too, mm-hmm. we're the most forgiving? To other people. Yes. Yes. Like in and action. Like it's we get small rewards and then we're like, all right, cool. We, you know, we're forgiving you know, all people too, man. I feel like we're they're not rewards. All. I don't think they're rewards. They're. Their distractions, and uh, all right, uh, June, June, uh, Juneteenth, mm. we celebrating another day to party. But what we needed was the bill of protection that the Asians got. Mm-hmm. That's not a yep. reward. That's a distraction. Go ahead, go. They did. They basically say, "Go dance, go party, niggas. You love to dance. Right. Mm-hmm. Go party. And you want an extra like, day yeah, off? We got a day. We got a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, come on, another. We fell for the banana in the tailpipe again. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I can't be happy about shit. That um, I'm happy that people are happy, but I, I can't. I'm. I can't be. I don't feel that shit. That like you're happy that they celebrating the day that they freed our ancestors when our ancestors were never supposed to be but slaves. They, but they're not. They're not celebrating it. What are they celebrating? They're not cel- they're, they're they're celebrating the day off, right? Like yeah. like I like for what like I, this was the first year I remember. Like I this was is the, this to, the shit I'm talking about. But go ahead. I was trying to set up something, and it was the Monday, and they're like, "Oh, Monday's off." I'm like, "Why is Monday off?" And it said Juneteenth. I'm like, "You motherfuckers don't care about Juneteenth. It's just it's like Arbor Day or whatever, or President's Day. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. It's yeah. just a day off and some sales probably coming down the pike in the next couple of years or so." Uh, I said, "White people, first of all, shouldn't get Juneteenth off. They should work." twice as hard on, on, on <laughs> right that's one but two is just the idea that like like you said the 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 like hey there's this real awful shit that's happening in this country what if i gave you an extra monday off 
you done deal. Like it's a distract. That's a, it's, it's not it's, a war. It's like, it's like when the NBA had the bubble, and they had all the players on the jerseys that had like inspirational slogans, and then Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter was everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's all yeah. well and good, but like the 30 NBA owners, or 30 of the richest, most powerful men and women in the country, if not the world, with connections to government on the local, state, and federal level. Senators and congressmen and, and all mm-hmm. types of people, right? If y'all wanted to do something to change what's you happening would. to black people in this country, you could. it's a phone call. It's not something on yeah, the floor or something on... I think also the, the whole system is, is designed like this, right? So the system is not fucking up. The system is doing what they designed the system right. to do, right? But as you said, if they decided they want to change things, just like they got gay marriage going, they got that shit going. Transgenders get to be get to be women, uh, and and men, black people cannot get protected. They cannot keep. But but and the sad thing is, I feel like black people, we should pay less taxes if anything. We ain't gonna get reparations. Let's pay less taxes because we don't get the the schooling we deserve, and we right. don't get the policing. We don't get the police, and we get assassinated. So we should. Why are we paying people to kill us? We should pay less. We shouldn't pay for police. And we shouldn't pay for, for schooling because school, we're not, we're not getting none of the benefits. We're not getting all the benefits that we get for our taxes. So we should get right. whatever everyone gets taxed. We should get like maybe one third of uh, one fourth. We should pay one fourth because that's the services we get. We get about one fourth. So let's <laughs> let us pay one fourth. You know what I'm saying? That would be, that would be fair. But they would be I, mad I, at that shit too. So it ain't going. <laughs> no. And, they, and it's funny because the, <laughs> they'll, they'll say, why oh that's not fair I, lo- I love when white people hit you with the that's not fair I'm like oh we're talking about fair now oh shit all right let's then let's talk about because i got a list of things that are not well fair. it's always on un- but i don't even like to have those conversations because i'd be like yeah yeah why, why, why are we gonna have this fake conversation about what's fair or not that's a fake conversation well it's you know it's, it's only because, fair when you're not getting what you want right it, you know what i'm saying fa- Everybody's starving. Is- You're eating abundantly, or you getting all these privileges. Motherfuckers who starving get one thing that you may have that not have gotten. Oh, this shit is unfair. That's a level of greed and selfishness that I don't even want to. Like some shit is just a waste of your time. Like sometimes people even be like, "Yeah, this is a teachable moment." Fuck that. I'm not teaching white people shit, <laughs> and I'm not against you know. Oh, nobody. I'm not teaching nobody shit. Yo, especially a white America got. They got the best educations, the best places to live, the best everything. They told us we couldn't. They wouldn't even allow us to read. Now we got to teach them. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden, we, we were, our answer wasn't allowed to read. We got the worst educational shit. Our schools are underfunded, but we got to teach them. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and people would look at me like, they look at this and be like, oh, he's angry. No, I'm not. I'm just, that's just what it is. Right. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying, but when you say what it is, now you're the mad, the angry person, or now you're well, the mad person. You know like, why, huh? It's, it's you know why. It's because of your tone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My skin tone. Hey, hey. bars. I think on I, that I, note, I bring a bar. I bring a higher bar. I <laughs> barred up. Barred up. Barred up. <laughs> Kareem, uh, where where can they find you on social media? Kareem Green 21. Um, Kareem Green 21 on, on Instagram and tw- Kareem Green 21 on Facebook and the Kareem Green on YouTube. Uh Kareem Green 8 on TikTok. Those are the three. I'm on I'm on I'm on I'm on uh Twitter too, but I don't really t- 
talk on Twitter too much. I just post too much. So if you want to actually talk to me, you got to talk to me through Facebook. My Facebook fan page, that's Kareem Green 21 or Instagram. Those okay. are the two that I socialize in. Excuse me. Got a little burpy burpy. You right there? <laughs> <laughs> and then in, in uh, you got any upcoming shows coming up? August 27th and 28th. That's my that's in Jersey, Plainfield, New Jersey. I'm doing that. Uh, the rest, uh, I'm doing something in Connecticut. Actually, next Thursday, the 28th at the New Haven Comedy Club. Uh, okay, August 28th, 27th, 28th. I'm doing the weekend at Arugas in Plainfield, New Jersey. A seven o'clock show on Saturday, and at 3 p.m. Uh, a 2 p.m. brunch show. Matinee on um on Sunday, huh? The matinee, I said. Yeah, on Sunday, you know, what I'm saying a little brunch, a little, you know, a little brunch and some How, laughs. How's the crowd for the matinee show, for the brunch show? Uh, it's just like the night crowd, but earlier. That's it. So I, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like no, hey, look, you go to a strip club. Guys, wild deep. You be asking wild deep. Hold on, hold <laughs> on. You go to a strip club during the day. It's a different crowd. Oh, you go it's to a strip club in the day? I never. I used to in, a, in another life. You know? That was the Darth. That was the Darth in you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Darth in you when you used to go strip clubs at night with hoodies on. Looking at women and shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I knew I knew I had to stop when like the, the server staff knew my name. Oh, word. I, oh, you yeah, was integrated. Was, you was becoming oh, integrated man. in the system. It was like cheers <laughs> and shit. They, oh. had a button, they had a button with your face on it with wings and, and, and tip numbers. <laughs> they was, I, mean, I, mean, I mean wings. He gets seven wings. He tips. <laughs> he needs 400 in singles. Seven wings, 400 in singles. That's what they knew when you came in the door is your wings and your singles. Sir. DJ playing theme music when you walk in and shit. Man. Yeah, you got your own. I'm with the da, 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 da. <laughs> Got that cash gun. Nah, all, all manual, my, all, all manual, my brother. All manual. <laughs> I'm Amish out here. I don't. Yeah. I don't That's no a different kind of money when you got a cash gun. You just you can just yeah. <laughs> you run That's out money real right quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was never at that level. I was strip club at night, but I was at the Dirty Birds though. I used to. I'm I'm strip clubbed out. Like it's, I'm not even yeah. in. Like I've I've done. Like I've enjoyed strip clubs. To the level, like people just go to the strip club, they dance. I used to go to the lock jolt, lock door. That's what they used to call them. I used to call them the dirty bird. That's where you go in there. You know what I'm saying? They lock the door. Everything go down. Everything go down. Uh, Girls putting lemons in their butt. <laughs> See that? Y'all ain't never seen a lemon in your butt. You ain't seen no. that. You, you, you ever seen a lemon? Darth, you ever seen a lemon in your butt? John, what's up? <laughs> No, yeah, but, but, she did, but she did this before she put the lemon in. She did she did a voila. Oh she like <laughs> and, then, uh, and then yeah, she did a voila. Look at this. About <laughs> Follow the lemon. Oh that's what she God, did. <laughs> I'll never forget her just for her doing this shit with the lemon. <laughs> that's the girl with the it, lemon. It be the small man. things. What's, huh? what, what's the deal? You got a crutch in the background. You you uh you on oh, crutches, I broke or? my ankle. This a, that's a hold on. Let me show y'all. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, oh sure, wow! That's okay. what's happening off camera. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a. I broke it in May, but they done did me dirty, man. They done put a They put a wrap on it, and then and, and gave me a shoe. But they were supposed to give me the, the cast the first time. 
So right. when I went to go see that, they was like, why did they put a cast on it? I was like, I don't know. He's like, uh, he's like, well, why don't you tell him? I was like, I ain't no doctor. I'm not supposed to know to put a cast. <laughs> he said this was good. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I like, that's like you a doctor. Why wouldn't they put a cast on it? Knowing it, it was like, I don't know. So I was like, okay. So then they ended up putting the cast on it. So I got a cast last this Monday that passed. So I'll, so now I basically I don't know. I guess for two weeks to to a month. Uh, I guess I had this cast on now. You, are you gonna perform with a like? You gonna sit on stage? I have been performing. Yeah, yeah. Just sit on the sit on the stool. Mm. You seen people sit down and perform before? Nah. You never seen that? Nah. But stand up? Yeah. No. Nah. Sit down and they, perform. Some they, comic, they, but... they'll start and then all of a sudden they get up and they start walking around. So I'm like, I don't know. I guess that's a reset or something. But okay, no, no. I I uh, I'll stand up sometimes even with the cast because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm an active, you know, moving kind of yeah. like energetic person. And with uh, with the cast, basically, it slows me down a bit, but it's still, I'm finding my way with it. But also, is the funny thing is, I say, you know, good things happen. It's teaching me how to sit my ass down. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Yeah. And be patient, and be like, uh, and realize, like, okay, I don't need to do that. Like, you're like when your foot fucked up, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know if you curse on you, but when your foot yeah. when your foot messed up or something is messed up, and and you gotta go everywhere to do it, do things. You realize the things you don't need to do. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, wait, I don't really need to do that. I don't need to go in there and pick that up. I don't, or I can go all take it in one shot. I can wait. Like, you just become, I feel like I've become more organized or structured in a sense because, as, uh, as for me, and I do know a lot of people, we just waste time doing extra unnecessary shit. So, this has really shown me, okay, I don't have to go to the kitchen four times. Take your ass to the kitchen one time because my hallway is long. <laughs> so, you know, everything. And, and I got, I, I, you know, I live in a building, so I'm on steps. So I can't just run downstairs and go do shit like I usually do. I'm like, okay, everything is a th more thought out, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, along the levels of do I need to do this now? Because if I go, you know, this is going to be a lot having to keep going up and up and down. When I'm not, when I'm, when I'm functional, it's, it's not even a thought. But, now that my ankle broken, I got to think, okay, this is hard each time I do this shit. So let me just make it a one-time trip, you know? So let me figure out what I'm doing. His name is Kareem Green, but as I said, he, he don't have a name anymore. He's Kareem from Flatbush <laughs> Misdemeanors forever, it's, which is a lot better than being like Carlton from Fresh Prince, right? You got to admit, like, if you're going to be identified yeah. by a character. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun character to enjoy. The, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like... It, yeah, yeah. But Carlton, I feel like, was along the lines of who he is, too. Yeah, we find yeah. out a lot we, more about we found, Carlton. We found out a little bit more, too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's sad, though, because it, you know, he, yeah. he gets his blackness challenged. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the sad part. He don't, he get, he be like, I don't get support from the black community. Well, I wouldn't have never said no shit like that. But yeah, <laughs> because yeah, you, you don't, you don't got to say that. You, you know, you know, they don't fuck with you. Just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, but also you haven't been doing shit. I haven't seen him, right? America's, you, you America's really home videos or whatever. That's what he hosts, right? Yeah, that's about it. But you you haven't really seen Carlton do other things in a fresh. I don't, I remember him on Silver Spoon, Silver Spoons, yeah, and and in Fresh Prince, and that's it. Pepsi Nothing commercial. Else. Then he had the Pepsi commercial with uh Michael She's Jackson. And okay, but a commercial, but but I'm talking about like. Because yeah, kind of like will you see will all the time? Mm -hmm. You see right. other people all the time after they do one project, they do other projects and stuff, right? So 
Uh, I just I feel like I haven't seen him, you know, for him yeah. to make a statement like that anyway. But also when people don't. But it, it's a black man's plight, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Because when a black dude's fuck with a white girl, everybody's like, oh, he ain't real. Oh, he sold out. He uh, black woman do the same thing. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> so I'm clear on that. Everyone wants to control the black man. It's either the white man or the black woman. They want to everyone to control the black man. You know what I'm saying? Because every everybody got some shit to, to say about what we do all the time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Amen. else get to do their shit in, in, in impunity. You know what I'm saying? Impunity. Everybody do whatever they do in impunity. As soon as a black man do it, oh, you know, it's a problem. Whatever. How do you, wait, hold on. How do you spell impunity? I got to look that word up. <laughs> I-M-P-U-N-I-T-Y. Do you know what it means? I did, from the context, I do. Okay, cool. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> teaching you teaching it. us, brother. <laughs> but I don't know how to spell most of the stuff. The funny thing is, you gotta just know who you are and what you, you know what I'm saying? Because people, I'm not a good speller at all. You know what I'm saying? I stay on face, they stay tearing my ass up on Facebook for saying stuff to them and <laughs> spelling it wrong, right? Yo, there's a G in impunity, by the way. <laughs> is it? Know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because if you'd have asked me, I'd have been like E I M P U I M P E T I M P U P U N. That's it. Pune. You know what that means? Impunity. You know what I'm saying? That would have been my guess. I know what it means, though. But that's the thing. I know what words mean sometimes, but I don't know how to spell them all. And people try to get me for that. But I don't, I'd be like, look, the thing is, though, the difference between me and a lot of people is I, I'm clear about who I am and what I do. Right, I make right. money off of words. People, people can spell words. They got vocabularies, good vocabularies with degrees and all that shit. But I mm -hmm. make the money off the words. They're out of boy. So you're <laughs> you're like a smart dummy. <laughs> Not you personally. I'm just saying to tell me I'm spelling something wrong, but I'm the one who makes money off of words, and you just know words. You're like a right. smart dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't brag exactly. to me about what you got, but you don't know how to get money off of it. It's you know like telling a carpenter, it's like telling a carpenter, you, you ain't got no, you ain't got no tools. I got this full tool set, but I don't actually do shit with it. It just sits in my garage where the Boom. carpenters out here actually building, building stuff. Shit. And, Boom. Yep. Boom. And also, I like, it, it, as a comedian, we make up words. I can make up a word. And people don't realize, words are all made up. They're all made up. I don't know who makes them, but you know, <laughs> matter of fact, we make some of them like slang. Those are words, right? Those are all words. Right now. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying all this shit, a lot of this shit, everything around you is made to fuck up. You know what I'm saying? These mics we do, every all this shit is a thought. All these are thoughts that are made that brought, brought it. So either way, the point is, they they be telling you know, oh, you can't. That's how you spell. I got a bachelor's and whatever, but I make the money yeah. off of words, so it don't make a difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, your your bachelor's make. Mm, you're bragging about nothing. You went to the degree, gave them money just to go. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having a job, but you're not using the skill that all that education and knowledge you have to to be as great as you can be, basically. Yo, this this man is a wordsmith. This man is is a comedic legend. You can catch him on Flatbush Misdemeanors. You can catch him on Instagram at Kareem Green 21. Thank you. Yeah, man. Th thank you for giving us. It was thank supposed you. To be like a twenty-minute conversation, bro. But you, thank you, man. You, you drop bar on bar, man. We just thank had you. to keep you on a little bit longer. So I appreciate. No problem. It. Thank you, man. I appreciate it above and beyond. 
Uh, I try to go above and beyond. So normally I do 20, 15 to 20, I said. Um, and honestly, I was sitting there going 15, 15 minutes. I don't even know if I want to do this shit. <laughs> I'm like, why would I wait 15 minutes of my time? With, let me just fucking, just, let's just do a real, do something that's worth or something. I don't know. Because yeah, I feel like I, it sounds good. It sounds good. But at the same time, I'll be like, is it worth 15 minutes? Me spending 15, even though it's nothing. But I'd rather do something than nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather do, like, a, tw- a good 25 than a rush 15. Damn. That's that's, I mean, that's part. just, you know, that's just kind of how I, you know, how I look at things. At t- you know what I'm saying? Like, the quality. The quality. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if you drop some quality, that's what matters. Uh, and you drop more than enough quality, man. I, I hope we can have you back on uh, at a later date because I feel like, Again, we just scratched the surface of the wisdom of Kareem. You can write a book, brother, by the way, with, with your life <laughs> philosophies and stuff based on kind of like your experiences. But then, you know, you throw in some of the character from the show. And, no, you know, I'd rather do it all off this podcast. I'm going to do it all off the podcast. <laughs> I <ain't>, write <laughs> a book based on my experiences in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the full name. Is it, the name of this called Bomb? So Bomb. Black Opinions Matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was opinions. What was two M's? Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Black opinions matter, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. And that's by the way, our po- how old's our podcast now, Trey? Like seven years old. Yeah. It's oh, really? Seven. Yeah, it's about yeah, seven. We, yeah. was, we was doing this shit. We was doing this shit before it was down some shit deep, to do. yo. Yeah, 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 that was down. In, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah, you got the quality mics. Yeah. John, John, you know, are you an engineer or something? Are you not? Are you, uh, I was, I'm producing, high. so I'm just basically taking the show. Yeah, I'm a little hot, oh. so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is this motherfucker 25, what is it, 47 minutes of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should look back at your tapes. Just be like, you know what? I need to. I need to <laughs> be on camera. I need to paint or something. I need to turn around, paint this wall or something. I, I'm over here with the mic on. Oh God! And then you cut the mic on, be like, "Oh yeah, I'm hot." <laughs> I had no, I had no idea you was hot. I had no idea you was hot. I was like, you did not have to disseminate that information. Motherfuckers be sitting there telling on themselves. <laughs> it's all good. Like, I'm just enjoying the show. I'm just enjoying the show. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> I get it. As long as you enjoy yourself, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear that. Appreciate um, it, Kareem, man. Thank y'all. I ain't mean to hold y'all. Thank y'all. No, no. I appreciate you, man. Nah, definitely worth great. it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I should have took my shit off the back. This look like I'm some type of fucking, <laughs> some type of slaw. That's just a tank top, though. That's a tank top. Because <laughs> then, you know, you see shit in people's background. I see you blurred your shit, Trayvon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, what's going on back there? That nigga got hostages. <laughs> tied up. Motherfucker, we don't even know. <laughs> tied up. Blurred up. Uh, body, that's a body. That's a body. <laughs> you don't know what kind. You got a gamer chair. I know you're a gamer. You're a, you're a gamer chair. You're a gamer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's official tissue shit right there. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> I never seen no one with the official shit. That was just like some shit I see on TV. Oh, yeah, okay. man. 
It's like the first time I actually seen somebody who really has that a, a gamer yeah. chip. Yeah. Do you make money off of that stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. What is it? Yeah. Twitch on Twitch? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I so, play on Twitch. So people watch you, pay you to watch you play? Yeah, and I talk to them too. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. But I. <laughs> but, but I normally review the old games, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if it's something I played as a kid, uh -huh. people just li they relive in nostalgia. Like, oh, right, right. Them. Okay, you know cool. Do you be giving them little cheat codes and telling them what to do? Or like, yo, if you I, 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 I use it sometimes, but then, uh -huh. you know, myself and the mean, we cover the NBA, so we'll talk about anything, any topics. So, you oh, know, what I'm okay, saying? yeah. Oh, that's dope. That is dope. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Good that's to another, know. that's another lane for you, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Just well, talk. Games, just, video games? Well, just, yeah, you nah. can be playing just anything. Talk, just talking doing. on Twitch. Anything you're doing, yeah. like, you know, you can be cooking on Twitch. Oh. That's a form of, but, like, the fans who really fuck with you, gonna, right. you know, they just going to tune be in involved. anyway. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. So that's Twitch. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just trying can, to figure out which platform I want to focus on, though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you can so do show, you can do stand up your own stuff from Twitch. You know what I'm saying? And people just lock in from there. You can you can watch your old shit on Twitch. What you watch yourself and then oh. pause and do like a like a director's See, commentary oh, of your own, own shit while people are, are logged in and listening to you and then asking you questions. How long did it take you to get to this? Uh, you know, bit joke or something. Oh, interesting. Thank you for that knowledge. You know, I learned something too. You see that? You know, what yeah, I'm saying? there you go. Sharing yeah, yeah. I'm always up for the, for, the, for the youthful knowledge, man. Because uh, I be, uh, you know, I be in my own world, oblivious. Like I, I be literally in my own world in the sense of, like, it was a time that Facebook and I think Instagram was down. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. When I did down. not know. I didn't oh, even yeah, know. No. I didn't know until later on. We're like, damn. We luckily. And what's the name's back on? And then the, and I had no idea it was off. That's how like disconnected I be to you know what I'm saying, just being connected. Cause I just, you know, I'm out here just you know, taking walks and like just enjoying life, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh like being on my phone all the time is just not a thing for me in a sense of uh every second showing what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, I just don't. I haven't really adapted that, but I'm learning that I gotta figure out how to do some type of shit like that because it's it's just what's what's moving right now. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an it's another t place that you put your shit out there. You know, like you said, yeah. the whole thing is trying to get your shit to the people, and it used to be like a middleman, and now they ain't yeah. no middleman. Right, so like these all these things are just avenues. And now also, you get your shit to the people enough, the middleman will come to you. Yeah, they'll yeah. come to you and go, hey. And if you see fit that they can grow what you're doing and, you know, for Man. a fee, because they ain't here for nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's kinda, they can grow what you can do. huh? Real talk. That's kind of what we do. This is comedian named uh, Ian Edwards. That motherfucker funny. He's from he's from uh, Brooklyn, but he lives in L.A. for forever now. But mm -hmm. he got this joke where he talking about his grandfather. He 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 bought himself out of slavery. And then. Sold himself back into slavery. He refinanced himself. What? <laughs> that shit is hilarious. He's like, he's the first person to buy himself out of slavery and did sell himself back, in, like basically refinance himself back into slavery. That's, that's amazing. It's hilarious. It's a funny, you know. But yeah, but I mean, but that's what you do, though. That's dope. You you create shit. You build. But that's what I was talking about when you're saying assets and liabilities. That's the asset mindset. You create an asset. You have an asset. 
you sell it, you make some money, and then, you know what I'm saying, uh, and you either be a part of it or you just, you know, just get the money and go, or you create a, 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 a partnership where you generating money continuous, continuously, you know? Mm-hmm. But either way, so you know what I was talking about. Like, I think you probably, that's why you maybe wanted to hear the asset versus liability mindset. You was talking about. Yeah, man. I, li- I, li- yeah. I like, because I like y'all did other it. people. Yeah. Yeah, y'all did that shit. That's dope. Yes, sir. Was he there? Who, Jerv? Jerv? <laughs> oh, oh, hi, guy. <laughs> My bad. I was, I'm taking notes. I'm taking, I'm taking notes on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 caught, you caught me in mid, like, like typing out the thought and shit. You know, so I look like I was about, super spaced out. You know, the funny thing you find out if somebody's high, they kind of make you a little high because you're happy that they're high. <laughs> you're like, yeah, 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 Okay, cool. But yeah, but that's dope, man. That's I'm proud of y'all. Congratulations on that too. That's Thank dope. You. That's how I appreciate you do it. Appreciate it. All right, cool. So um, I'm gonna let y'all go. We did uh we did two 25 minutes. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and four fifteens. That's what's up. <laughs> All right, man. That's Kareem Green, aka Kareem from Flatbush Misdemeanors, man. Like I could not have imagined that we were gonna get that much time with him and he was gonna be that great. Uh, which is really dope and we're really appreciative uh, but we kind of ran out of time so this is what we're going to do we're going to do P-Valley on the overflow tomorrow we're going to do um, Westworld well, we'll review Westworld tomorrow and uh, we'll also do P-Valley on that same episode just for this week because again Kareem was so gracious with his time and he really brought it for Big Jerv, for Black Trey, I'm Amino Hassan saying stay black, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>